Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 91. We're getting close to 100, John. Yes, it's going to be a big... A, yeah, a big, to, big party. We got to do something, though. We got to figure Let's something out. Let's go to out. Jay Timms. Let's just get hammered and eat wings, wings and have an episode. Wings at J. Tim's. Matt Saroy's is in. For the 100th He'll episode. even haul the equipment. He doesn't put on a suit for less than 400 bucks, but he'll go to J. Tim's with us. Anyway, uh, people who are along for the ride know the crew. Matt Saroy's produces it. Uh, John Senecal, Brian Shackman here. That actually uh, might work, though, because it could be the week of the World Series. If we, if we go on schedule and we can watch the World Series, eat wings. Drink beer. Do what we got to do. And do our show. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. And maybe we'll get a, a guest or two. You know, we were supposed to have Rico Bronia on. He had uh, some surgery, but then he just played in the um, Mets old-timers game, so we got to get him So on no excuses the, now. Yeah, no. Bobby, Keith Hernandez at the, in the old-timers game? I don't game know. I just saw Bobby V had the mustache on, which was kind of funny, although- It was weird. I didn't even, like, all I heard about that was the fact that they retired Willie Mays' number. Yeah. And everyone was like, what, Wait, what, what? happened? I know, it's weird. <laughs> uh, on the agenda today, uh, Aaron Judge- and uh, very specific things to say vis-a-vis if he passes Roger Maris. And I have very um, strong opinion on what that means to baseball. And we'll also get – John went to see some high-A baseball in the Yankees system, which is super cool. I think the best thing – that's what's great about Hartford with the yard goes. I mean, you see these guys in double-A, but you saw some in high-A, which is even more accessible. And then we do need to talk about the disaster of the Red Sox in terms of what it means for Bloom and, and Alex Cora moving forward – um, I'm not saying they're going to get fired or should be fired, but we have to have some semblance of a conversation. But let's let's talk to Judge. I mean, forget about where we are in the day. Let's not screw that up. He's over 50 home runs. Uh, he could easily get to 61, which is Roger Maris's previous record. Right. He's on and pace for like around 65 or something so like that. Le, le, and again, he's he has these droughts though. Sometimes, and everyone. Well, I mean, does. the big thing hasn't been so much of a drought; it's just he hasn't been pitched to. I mean, right. since the Yankees have been kind of tanking, we'll say they, he just hasn't been seeing pitches. He's kind of doing what Barry Bonds was up against. Right. Every time he gets one, he he, he hits it out. It. Yeah. yeah, you know, and he hits the ball hard too, which is good. You know, he's not missing any of his pitches. I mean, we know. Listen, Aaron Judge is not at the point of the season now or in his career that he's going to be slumping where he's not going to have the ability to do it. It's a matter of if he's going to see the pitches. So let me say the the 
the people who have hit more home runs than 61 in a season, it's Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds. Now, Sosa did it one, two, three times. McGuire did it twice. And Bonds has the all-time record at 73. Now, Giancarlo Stanton hit 59 back in 2017. And then uh, you have Ruth at 59, Ruth at 60, Maris at 61. My And this is not controversial. I don't. I wish there was a way to not recognize the other ones because I think Maris's record is a true record. Now, I have no idea what these guys put in their bodies. I'm not even insinuating. I don't know. Judge is a giant. I mean, you don't use PEDs to get to be six right. foot eight. But he's I mean, also not doing it at the back end of his career either. He's not doing it at 39 or 40 no, years old. That is true. Yeah. But you just don't, you can't just assume anybody's clean. So I'm not insinuating right. that he's not. I'm just saying that physically. Yeah, that's you, one thing you can't insinuate anything in Major League Baseball anymore. Right. But the truth is, you can, you know, make, make an assumption for now that he's th- he's he's that physically gifted because it you can be sold on it because he's just so big and mm-hmm. he's a good athlete. And so I just, I, I honestly think that the Maris family deserves better. And I, I don't respect. Listen, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, great major leaguers. I mean, Sosa, who knows what would have happened if he didn't juice. But, I mean, McGuire was legit before. Bonds was going to be a Hall of Famer either way, probably. But I don't recognize, I don't really respect those seasons, right? So, Well, if you look at it, look back on it now, right? And Bonds, what was it, 73 or 74? 73. 73. So you look at what Judge is trying to do right now. You look at what Maris did. And it wasn't that long ago, 98, and what was it, 2002 2001? Well, Bonds was 01, and the, and then the other guys were 98, and the, 99, 98, and right, after the, yeah. So you look back, and you're thinking to yourself, these guys hit 73 home runs, and we're, we're squabbling over, like, can Judge do 61, right? So that alone tells you they were doing something. Different. Different. Mm-hmm. They were aided. Like, because— You've had 160 years of baseball. Right. You know, it's an anomaly. Exactly. And there's a reason like, why like, it's an anomaly. If I'm, if I'm going in front of the board or whatever, I'm like, there's your argument right there. And you look at Maris's body, it really is amazing. And, he, you know, obviously he wasn't some long, he wasn't DiMaggio or Mantle. Like, he didn't have that career. Right. But, I mean, if you look at his body, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's as legit as you can get. Well, I don't think you find anybody looking like that in Major League Baseball anymore. There's very few no, no, guys. No, but my point is is that he he didn't, you know, he's just an average-looking guy who yeah, hit 61 home runs. He hit lightning in a bottle, exactly. but, he, but he hit every single one of them. And and so I was wondering what your perspective is, is, is do you want him to surpass Maris, and how do you frame it in the history of baseball? So— that's a super interesting question, and I have two parts to answer. The, do, I, do I want him to do it? One reason I don't want him to do it is because I feel like the Yankee season is, gonna, is going to turn into, oh, but Aaron Judge broke the record. We lost the Our, World Series, but. We didn't make, right, but. The other part of me is I want him to not break it because if he does if he breaks it then it's like he has to stay he, if he leaves it's going to be that much more painful you know what i mean but at the same time i want him to do it because maybe that's the kick in the ass they need right maybe that's the that's the that's the rallying call going down the stretch you know look at he's been doing it all year it's time for us to get behind him it's time for us to ride like we we got on the wave it crashed let's get back up on that wave so part the other part of me is like let's do it for the whole team so I'm going to just answer overall, yes, I want him to do it. Um, but um, How would you view it historically? I, would view, you- I view it historically just by the same answer I just gave you a minute ago. I feel like just looking at the numbers that those are obviously tainted, and I think that historically is 
the major league record, definitely obviously the American League record. Um, but I look at it as a non-tainted thing until proven otherwise. Now, listen, you can say Bonds wasn't proven. You can say McGuire wasn't proven. But listen, that was before all the testing and all that. I'm sure if they were playing now, or back then the testing was the same, they would have been lighting it up on the – they would have been sitting out, right? Yep. I mean, if you're Fernando Tatis Jr. and you're getting pinched – and yeah. you know the testing is there. I'm sure those guys would have gotten pinched. They caught A-Rod eventually, and he was the most sophisticated out of all of them. It's uh, it, it's something where I think it'll be interesting. and I Because I think the debate, I'm surprised that hasn't happened more. Maybe if he gets to 58, then it'll come. I, people haven't been talking about this, and so I feel like we're sort of at the front end of it because I think it's worth discussing. When I when you look at it, it's just, to me, so, so glaring. Well, that, if you look, like, right now, right? So as we speak, there's, like, a month in the season left, so 30 to 31 games. Yeah. So he has to hit one every three games, Which basically. is certainly possible. Which is possible. He was on a one every four game pace before, which he had to do, but then he kind of got into the thing where people he weren't getting pitched to, he wasn't seeing the pitches. So still not easy, right? Still not easy, but he can do it. Like I said, if he sees the pitches, Aaron Judge will be able to do it, and I think he'll go over it. I think he could hit 65 My if gut he sees is, the pitching. It's interesting. My, I mean, I hadn't thought about the fact that he isn't getting strikes to hit until Aaron Boone earlier this week mentioned of it I mean, he made mention specifically in a post game interview that he's not getting a lot of pitches to hit and so to see him hit the ones that that he does get and I, and it's like and then I realize like no one's get, no one's pitching to him and so I don't think he's going to get it I think he'll end up at like 58 or so but in some ways I do want him to get it because Maris has sort of already been thrown by the wayside. And right. then I think people will start pointing to Judge and being like, he's the real home run king. And right. I think that that's good for baseball in the sense that no, nobody to date has questioned his approach or what he does to his body. And so if he if he was there and had 62, I would say, well, he's the one who's hit the most ever because I don't respect the other seasons those other guys had. Yeah, it, you make a very good point there about how you know it's almost been like, you know, we jumped over that hurdle. We had a movie about it. We had a movie, all that. You know, it's like it's like we're past that the whole 61 thing. Right. You know, and it's like, it's time for like a new generation. That's an interesting take. But, you know, the other thing Because it'll reset the bar for the yeah. modern record. So right. then everyone else will say, well, this guy did 62 clean. That's the new bar. Right, right. And the other thing is, what's what's amazing about the whole thing is he's not seeing the pitches. And if you look at the Yankees lineup since like the beginning of July, I don't think they've put the same lineup out there more than three games or two games in a row. It has been an absolute chess match of lineup. Not j- Even when the injuries aren't there. They're just juggling it around. So well, they're trying to catch a spark. I mean, yeah, they haven't the whole great. thing's been a mess. So hopefully they can they can keep it right and just stay where it is and ride that wave. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Chackman. This is episode 91 of Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Just quick before we move on to your Hudson Valley Renegades, do you think it's actually possible that Tampa or or, or Toronto could catch the Yankees? Do you think that's possible? Well, that's it. Tampa Tampa plays the Yankees again. Toronto plays the Yankees. Again. I know. They don't they don't play them enough to statistically catch them head to head. So they need other things to happen. And Baltimore is going to be a thorn because there's a lot of AL East games left still. Yeah. I don't think they're going to catch them. I think the Yankees have have hit their roughest stretch. And like, listen, they if they play 500 on this last West Coast swing and come out, they're, they're in good shape. Right. With- so they're, right, they're 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 about to go into the rubber game. I don't think they're going to catch them. Um, I still think you know. Seattle is 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 the the dark horse in the whole thing. I think they can really be a thorn in everyone's side in that whole mix. And I said it a long time ago before the season started, and when everyone was preaching, you know, all four teams are coming out of the AL East, and I said, look out for Seattle. And they got those two pitchers, and 
you know, Castillo, Robbie Ray, you never know. So let's get to this uh, Hudson Valley Renegades. And so you, it's it's high A. Yep. What town? It's in Wappinger Falls, New York, near Poughkeepsie, not far from Poughkeepsie. So how far is it from from some... from say Hartford area? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an hour and thirty five. That's minutes. it. Yeah, it's not bad. Wow. Right and out eighty four. Right off of eighty four. Did you because you're from up? Do you have family there? Or just no, went on a junket? No. Nope. So I I had been up there. I went up there maybe five four or five years ago to see a player named Garrett Whitley. He was a number one draft pick from the high school I went to, and he was playing for the Tampa Bay Rays at the time, and that was their high A team. Um, he's in the Orioles organization now, uh, Orioles, uh, Brewers organization. So we went, I just wanted to, we were going to go up a couple weeks ago, but something else came up and I was like, you know what? Right before school starts a two o'clock game on a Sunday, let's go check it out. It's like a week before their season so you ends. Took both boys? So the whole family, me, the wife and the kids went up and you know, I, it's funny cause you go to these minor league games and you know, you can sit anywhere you want. Right. So, but what I did is I bought. I bought the tickets a little bit late, but I bought two seats right along the the right field line, so the kids had access to be the down players, there. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna kick you out, right? So you can be there right to the last second. So you know they took their balls and they took a couple cards and they they wanted to get Jason Dominguez obviously because he's the big draw there, the Martian, the big you know five point one million dollar international prospect. So. He unfortunately did not get him, but they have Trey Sweeney, who was their number one pick last year in 2021, and they right. have Anthony Ziegler, who was their number one pick in 2020. Now, a lot of these guys, you know, uh, Dominguez is 19 years old. He looks like he's like 30, you know, like not like, like his. Wait, because he's weathered or just because No, he no, looks not weathered. Not like Juan Soto weathered. Like, uh, <laughs> no, he just looks like he's, in a, like, he's a man among boys. Gotcha. Um, when, you, when, when he walks by you, you don't really think he's 19 years old. You know, you look at him and you're like, this dude can probably go out and play in the major leagues tomorrow. I can't even legally drink. Right, right. But when you think about it, if you're a superstar, you should be in the major leagues that year or the next year, the yeah. way things are going uh, now. The way it's trending, sure. You know? and, but you got to remember, a lot of these guys, all of these guys lost a year because of the COVID, right? So some of these guys are like, look at Corbin Carroll, who just signed, came up for the uh, Diamondbacks. He's played 70 minor league games because he was injured last year. And he is like one of the top three players in minor league baseball. And he just got called up. So there's a big, you know, like there's a big curve right now. Was it now. easy to get? Because we went to the, the, the Yard Goats and you and your son were on the field with me. Was it easy to get access to the guys? Was right, so, it- yeah, they walk right by you, basically. And, you know, here's the deal. So there was, there, was, there was like three or four guys to our right that were like the 40-year-olds that are there trying to hawk. The right. prospects autographs. So you just look at them, and you're like, all right, really? So my sons, my sons went to the left of them a little bit. And unfortunately, what happened is when Jason Dominguez walked up, those guys are like yelling and yelling and yelling. And he saw them and he's just like walked right by them. And by the time he hit the like the kids, he was, he was like six feet past my boys. And he signed like six or seven things. And I heard one guy say, like, oh wow, that's amazing. Like, like people like he never signs he like never stops and signs so at least he got that but so they missed him and i attribute that to the 40 year old you know course, lo- blaming on the old dudes right. living exactly. with their mom exactly exactly meatloaf yeah so i mean there was actually some dude that came up and was like saying to my son to my youngest son was like you want my autograph and my son's like why would i want your autograph and he's like you sure you don't want my autograph you sure you want my autograph was he a, p- a player well yeah like so he pulls out his necklace and he's got this gold necklace new york yankees necklace and he's like Yankees, Yankees second baseman, 1975. You never know who you're talking to. And I was like, all right, listen, dude, if you're hanging out down here drinking beer at a a high A ball game next to these guys trying to get autographs, like that was bizarre. Stretch, like right, really a stretch. So like right away, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, I'm like, that's pretty crazy. You know, what's what's your name, sir? And he's like, I think he said Sal Sal Perone. So of course, you know, like right away, I'm gonna Google the guy's name, and the weirdest thing comes up: Sal Perone, something serial killer, gets 75 years to life. So like right away, I was like, all right, so this is not normal. Like I don't think this guy's a serial killer, but like 
I'm going to have to like look in this a little bit more. But no Sal Perone or Ferone or anything came up in the 74 or 75 Yankees. So like random, just some random dude. But it was like to the point where like he was making my son uncomfortable. And I was like right to that point where I was going to be like, all right, guy, like get away from my kid. Like he doesn't want your autograph. He's not here for your autograph. He's here for the same one you losers are here for. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's 13. You know? That's scary. It's just weird, dude. You know, and he's drinking a beer, and I'm like, like, no former MLB player hangs out at an A-ball game. Well, first of all, no former MLB player tries to solicit people a, to autograph, autograph. Like, like diddler alert, right? Oh, my oh gosh. My God. So anyway, so Dominguez goes by us. We don't get him. But we got Trey Sweeney, who okay. was very cordial. He signed the autograph. He got a card and a ball. And then he actually, I said, Trey, could we get a picture? And he had started to sign a few more kids and then they stopped turned around came back and got a picture with my kids so because well, you know a picture is something you don't sell so it, i think right. it, they know it's like a more meaningful thing to do right and it's cool too because you never know i mean trey sweeney was a number one draft pick right the chances of him making it are pretty slim still right but he's a number right. one draft pick that dude could make it he could be a big star someday and who knows you know just say hey i got my picture with trey sweeney some of these kids uh my son has a friend who who it's what he does he gets finds out who's coming to the yard goats Gets their card. Yep. Gets it signed. That was me when I was 13, 14, 15, 12 but now, years but old. But now you couldn't flip it on eBay no. for five bucks or eight bucks or nine but bucks. But I still got Bernie Williams cards, balls, you know, awesome. like that kind of stuff signed. Deion Sanders, that stuff. So. Hey, before we go, I do want to touch on, I mean, the Red Sox are done. We I did that two weeks ago, so I'm not going to go through that rant again. But there's some- That was, honestly, Brian, I was not here, and that was a very, that was a very sentimental, that was heartfelt. Like, you were- legit upset i yeah. listened back to the podcast I, I don't i don't know if i want to i don't know how i feel about following them right like now. it wasn't so much a soapbox it was more of like a heartfelt rant well i think Red Sox, i've seen the soapbox rant before <laughs> red sox fans, proclamation they deserve they deserve better don't look back at him <laughs> but no i'm being no, honest i, know, I'm not, I appreciate I'm not that well thank you. you for listening and listen i do i do listen back especially when i'm not here when right. i'm at undisclosed locations i listen back so. so i i think red sox fans deserve better and i think it's been proven that you can rebuild and reshape your franchise without being losers when you have boston which is one of the wealthiest franchises in all of sports so i think it's an insult to tell me that this is all part of the process right and i i I sort of fall in that dan shaughnessy camp where it's just kind of embarrassing now there's grumblings i i want i want Bloom to do what he wants to do with a little bit of advice, which is you can create a, a profitable budget and be competitive, but you have to sprinkle some risk appetite into it if you want to win. And so the the thing that, you know, it's it's obviously how you do it. You have a couple of low-end salary guys, arbitration-eligible guys, and a couple of free agents. And you, you curate prospects to sell some and to keep some. I mean, if you have three or four homegrown guys in your lineup, you're doing a great job. You don't you don't need to have eight. And so I, I think that the one thing he's doing is he's sort of doing Tampa North, but he's not doing it with the Boston little add of touch of seasoning, and that's what he needs to learn. But there's grumblings about whether he should be fired, whether Cora should be let go. And then you have Sam Kennedy, the president and CEO of the team, saying they're coming back. And I just I think it's premature because even to do what Blooms wants to do, he needs a couple years runway. But how long has he been the GM? I think this is like well, he's not technically the GM, right? Right. They do now have layers of management. I mean, I think this is his second full season. Is yeah. That right? So I mean, listen, it's second full season. That's what are you going to do in two years? But they unless suck. You get the but ultimate... they suck. Yeah. They are terrible. So the, my my point is, is that I I don't advocate firing him, but I think that 
there has to be some sort of recourse for being well, you're not so going to fire Cora because you already bit it with him by bringing him back after firing him. So you can't fire him again right that quick. So it would have to be Bloom or some patsy underneath him, one of his layers. I mean, if this were the Yankees, you'd be blowing your top. Yeah, well, I'm already freaked out about the Yankees getting rid of Jordan Montgomery. I yeah, mean, that that's like that alone, I feel like should like Cashman should have to be held accountable. I mean, he's been there forever as it is, but it's like, why would you? That alone has got to be the dumbest thing I've ever. Well, See, actually, so we'll, we'll we'll put a ribbon on it that you know I don't think Cora and Bloom should be fired, but there has to be some recourse because you don't. There's no reason to be this bad. If you since you brought up Cashman, we'll end on that. They haven't won since what? Oh nine. Oh nine. Okay, that's thirteen seasons. And, right. And you know, and I understand Cashman seems like a good guy. He's obviously bright. I'm not taking anything away from his acumen, but at some point, I mean, what are the biggest droughts in Yankee history? I mean, I know the '80s were bad. But it's just close to the longest well, that's the only drought. Thing, but in- you also have the resources too, right? It's not like you're on some struggling franchise, right? That's never that like you're like every three years you might get lucky and you have to work around stuff. You are are on the on the team that you just got done explaining you want for the Red Sox to go out there and get somebody and all that. Well, instead of going out there and getting Luis Castillo, you went out there and got Frankie Montas, right? So maybe that's why you don't get the World Series this year, right? Time will tell that, but should he have pulled the trigger and traded one of these top prospects, like one of the ones we were just talking about, Jason Dominguez? You know, right. so maybe that's the time you need to get someone in there that's willing to say, "Screw it, let's mortgage one of our future now and like let's go for it now." And that's not what you've seen this year from the Yankees. So they went from sixty-two to seventy-seven without a title. They went from seventy-eight to ninety-six. So that's that was the longest, probably. That's 18 years, and we don't have to go back because they won in the 20s and 30s and 40s. So they're on 13 now. They're coming up on 13 now if they don't win. All right. So 18 is that most previous. I I don't know. I mean, I I feel like I don't advocate for anyone's firing, but I would say that he's been there a long time. Like, if there's anybody like, and he's not old, by the way, he's not old. Well, because he started, he was like 13. Like he was like the assistant to the assistant to the assistant when he was like 18 years old. So he's been there forever. But if there's anybody, if we're talking between Hein Bloom and and Brian Cashman, who should probably go if the seasons don't pan out the way they so should. So you think he should be fired if they don't win the World Series? Are you I, think, say I think a lot of Yankee fans think he should have been fired last year. But they were surprised that they signed Boone for a contract. So he's not going to get let go because he's got two more years left on his deal. Hmm. So I he's would only think 55 years old. Right. But I mean, listen, dude. He's been he's been the Yankees GM since 1998, right? I think. Yeah. That's a good run. That's a it's damn good run. It's a really good run. And they're making money, though. I mean, I don't know. He's I got would, the resources. You should win in 13 years with the New York Yankees. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so I would too. Think so too. Real quick though, before we go, yeah. And I totally can't remember. I, I can't understand why I didn't re- remember this. What's the worst injury? Dil. Chris Sale falling off his bike or. Dumb a Chapman with his tattoo infection in his leg. That's close because they're both so likable. Um, <laughs> um, I'm still trying to process that one. If he was I, actually I a take, difference maker, I'd be upset. I would take. I think the bike is dumber because listen, I mean, just because you mean, can't wait all, till after the you, season to get angry. But also, if you make if you make millions, go to a guy who at least is like got clean stuff. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? What were you doing? Like, I, did you go like? <laughs> 
No. Did you run like a tough mutter right afterwards or but, something? But like, Would <laughs> you rub dirt on it? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, how, how of, in this day and age... Cut a bunch age, of raw chicken with it? How in this day and age do you get an infection from a tattoo if you're a multi-million dollar athlete? I don't know. Like, stick your leg in an ice bath right, But who goes on a bike and trips, hits oh a rock and goes Squirrel! flying? <laughs> I mean, seriously, they're both bad. But I still think so sale dumb. is just like the worst. But and there's probably still paying that idiot. Like there's got to be something in your contract. If Aaron Boone loses his contract for playing basketball, same thing with Tatis. I mean, sticking he, by that idiot. There's got to be a clause. I mean, there you when, can't he, ride a motorcycle. when he got in the motorcycle accident, uh, I, I was like, this Jeff this Kent m- all over again, <laughs> but zillions of dollars. All right, take a deep breath. It's not even teams that you care about. You still get fired. Well, this Chapman, come you on. No, I know it's bad, but I mean, I can't stand that the guy awful. anyway. So. I don't want anyone to get hurt or suffer, but I'd I mean, say do wh- better. But I feel like that's just par for the course for someone like him. How come that's not on Instagram? Is is his boiled up leg? I don't know. <laughs> Miss that one, Cuban missile. <laughs> <laughs> He's John Senecal, a rare form today. I love it. I'm Brian Shack, and this has been Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.